Welcome back to the Love Your Story interview land. Today, we embark on a business episode in our interview with Ben Amos from Australia. Ben is a passionate online video strategist and the host of Engage With Story podcast. He is the founder and creative director of Innovative Media, an online video strategy and production agency based in Queensland, Australia. His podcast is all about exploring the power of storytelling and moving people to action in their business strategy. He talks with expert story artists from around the world, deep diving into storytelling for business. And I've asked him on the podcast today to talk about this angle of strategy. So stay tuned for our discussion from the land down under. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story power serves you best when you know how to use it. In our business episodes, we often discuss the importance of using story to connect with clients or employees, stakeholders, or potential investors. But today we're getting into the angle of how to increase market reach by strategically using story. This is Ben's area of expertise. So Ben, welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. Hey, thanks, Lori. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm excited to have you on here. Before we started recording, Ben and I were just talking about how up here it's winter and down there it's summer. And I, I'd forgotten we're on completely different sides of the world. It's, it's morning for him and it's evening for me. And the, and the water in the toilet turns the other, <laughs> flashes it the does. other direction, right? <laughs> it does, yeah. It's a big world and I'm on the other side of it for you. But it's also a small world because now we're talking on this podcast together. Right. The power of the internet. Awesome, huh? How cool is that? And no matter which side of the world you're on, story is as powerful for every human being and is used in business across the world in every capacity. So let's start out with the listeners getting a chance to get to know you better. So tell us a little about your personal life and what makes you tick. So we get the picture of who you are. Sure, sure. Look, my personal life is pretty pretty easily summed up between my two, I guess, passions, which are my business and what I'm doing in the business world, but most importantly, my family. So, you know, I've got an awesome wife and, and two little daughters and they take up a lot of time and a lot of great time. So, you know, we live here on, on the beautiful Sunshine Coast in Australia and we spend a lot of time at the beaches and outdoors and doing things that the kids love to do. So when I'm not working, when I'm not doing what I love doing for for money, um, I love just hanging out with the families. So, and that's my reason for doing what I do as well. You know, it's all about kind of providing for them and, you know, uh, being a great dad and husband. And that's what's important to me. You're awesome. Sounds like oh, you have thanks. a great story going on. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. So let's jump to the business aspect then. Where do you see businesses struggling when it comes to using video to tell their stories online? Because online video is so big right now. Sure. Look, I'll, I'll rewind the story a little bit for you because it, it probably makes sense to bring some context into, you know, how I got to this area of, of passion and expertise around using story and using video strategically. So, uh, you know, my background 
has been over 15 years in video production. And obviously I think your listeners understand the importance or, or the alignment of story and videos very closely aligned. Um, when you think about videos in Hollywood and, you know, uh, video storytelling in that way. But when it comes to uh, using video for the purpose of business, that's something that over particularly the last five years has become a, a, a real passion for, for me and my business. So, you know, as we've kind of started to move into creating content and a lot more content for businesses, particularly in the online space, you know, as uh, video platforms are exploding and more and more businesses are thinking about telling their stories and using video, there's kind of a catch 22 in place here. And I came across this or I felt this really strongly um, about five years ago. We were asked by businesses and this is the core way that we made money in, in my business was making, you know, stories or making brand, what we call brand story films for small businesses in our local area, um, telling their stories beautifully through video. But we were creating the content and the businesses loved it. And we loved the work that we were doing and we were getting paid and that was fantastic. But what I started to realize increasingly was that the videos weren't necessarily getting the results that those businesses needed. So that stories were being told, but they weren't necessarily being heard. And that comes down to the fact that the online video space is much bigger than just YouTube. So for example, our clients were handing out, we were handing over the video to our clients and they were just uploading it to YouTube and hoping that people would see it or stumble across it. Maybe they shared the link with some friends and family, maybe their mum or, or their staff watched it and that was about it. Um, but, you know, obviously that didn't get the, the right amount of audience for the stories that they wanted to tell. So we were creating great stories, but no one was listening. So that's really what, what kind of kicked off my, my shift in focus and my own personal uh, growth story kind of leading towards understanding what is marketing strategy that involves video? What, how does video fit within the digital marketing landscape? And, you know, how can businesses use video, but also use it strategically so that it aligns with a particular goal that they have in their business. And that's the important thing about telling the right stories in the right way and using the right platforms to do that. So that the right audiences are engaging with those stories. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what did you come up with when you were trying to figure out the strategy around it? Because I'm thinking right now, a few years ago, I had a real estate video made and I paid good money for it. And we did, you know, we traveled around and we shot in different locations. And I sort of did that. I sort of uploaded the video to YouTube and I put it on my webpage and, you know, and sent it out to clients when they wanted information. But really, that's about all I did with it. And I've always felt like it was underutilized. So, um, I can align with your story there, but tell me what does, what does strategizing look like for a business and if you can break it down in kind of an example. Sure. Well, I, I didn't know the answer to that at the beginning. Basically, I knew I recognized the problem and I'd see, I'd see the problem in our own work, in our clients' work. And you know, everywhere that I looked really, I was coming across this idea of video that was just adding to the noise online and not really necessarily connecting with the result that that particular business is wanting. Um, and, it, you know, any marketing needs to align with a particular business goal. Otherwise, you're not able to measure whether or not it's successful or there's a return on, their, on your investment. So, you know, when you kind of look at 
your your, your video or, or using video strategically, it really comes down to aligning the content with the desired result. And the desired result needs to be directly aligned with who you want to move to take some sort of action. Can you give me an example of that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, story is a great example of that just to, you know, to kind of expand on that concept, the idea of stories. And I, I use this tagline in my podcast, Engage With Story. It's, it's exploring the power of story to move people to take action. And there's two critical things there apart from story, which, you know, we're familiar with, is people, which is the audience. So who you want to influence, who is your customer avatar, who are you speaking to? So the people to take action and the action is the desired action that you want that aligns with your business goals. So that action might be, uh, you know, sign up for a program. That action might be follow me on Facebook or engage and leave a comment. That action might be buy my product. Whatever that action is, that's the business objective, which, you know, as the business, you need to understand what the objective is of any particular marketing message is. When you know the action, so you know the objection and you know the people, so you know the audience, mm. then you know the stories that you need to tell to move people to take action. Does okay. that make sense? And so that's something you go through with your clients, with the people who hire you to do video. The first thing you do is sit down and sort of strategize that out so that you make sure that you get what they want in the video and they make sure that, um, that in the end they're going to be happy with what they, what they get. That's right. Exactly. I mean, a strategy is, you know, a bit of a uh, perhaps overused term sometimes or, or an under, uh, you know, not very well understood term sometimes, but a strategy is basically just a plan or a roadmap. You know, when you think about that, that concept of a roadmap, you think about where, where are we going? And if, if you're at the start of a journey and you don't have a map in place, so you don't know where you're headed, then what you end up with is um, either making decisions based on the fly. So you're creating content based on whatever you feel like doing at a particular time. And I see this all the time in video where people are like just jumping on the next biggest thing that people are talking about. Like, Oh, Oh, live video. I've got to do a live video today and oh, I better start a, a vlog or something. So I'm <laughs> going to start vlogging or, um, Oh, I better do some landing page videos or, or something like that. So, you know, they're just doing video for video's sake, which is just adding to the noise because they haven't got their roadmap in place. They don't clearly understand where they're going and what their objective is. And they don't understand really who they're talking to along that journey. So that analogy of a roadmap is a good way to think about it. And where it starts is always with audience, knowing who your audience is. So, you know, just like any good marketing strategy, when we're developing a video strategy with our clients, we need to know who we're telling these stories to. No, that makes, that, that makes yeah. perfect sense. So let me give you, um, I'll be putting you on the spot here to see your strategy skills. Um, sure. So in my real estate office right now, there's been a lot of focus put on the individual realtors making videos that they can use on Facebook, like small videos, interviewing people within the communities, the goal being to establish ourselves as people who understand our communities, right? Who, who understand the local pubs and eateries and um, school districts and that type of thing and recording, you know, maybe it's a two, three minute video, but, you know, doing interviews and then putting all of those up. So if that was your client's objective, what, what kind of strategy would, what would that look like strategically? 
So who, who are you ideally talking to? I mean, who, who are the ideal clients for that particular, or for your agency, for your, your realtor? Okay, so let's say I live in the city of Bountiful. So would I want to speak only to people within that city or would I, would I broaden it out and say maybe the whole county? I don't know, what would be your suggestion? I think I always would approach it as in working with a smaller, more defined niche or audience first. So, you know, I would think, is it going to provide enough impact to your bottom line or your business objectives to speak to just people within the Bountiful community? If that was the case, if that's going to lead to enough conversion, you know, which is at the end of the day, you want to make sales, right? You want to um, mm-hmm. have, get listings for properties and you want to make sales. So, you know, if that's a big enough market base to be targeting, then I would say niche down to that. When you're clear on who that is, then you, you can even go out there and speak to people about what they want to hear about, you know, what parts of their community, what parts of their regional area are they most proud of, or do they want to learn more about, or do they want to feel more deeply connected to? And then your real, your realtors or or you as a real estate agent are able to create content that helps them feel more connected to, to their community and to their environment and to, to their locality. And that's obviously aligning with, you know, your goal there. And I think, you know, you've already established quite clearly that the goal is to, you know, establish credibility within the region and build that connection to the community, which for a real estate agent is obviously a very valuable thing to, to gain. And then from there, basically you need to think, okay, so I know who I'm talking to. In fact, they're the people who are walking into my, into my shop or walking down the street or, you know, shopping next to me in the grocery store. I know who they are. I know what they want to hear. So I know what content to create. But what stood out to me when you were describing this before is, is, and then we upload that somewhere. So I think the critical thing is understanding once you've created content, what are you going to do with it to get the results that you want? And that's where you need to understand the other aspects of an online video strategy, which are based around distribution. So what platforms are you going to use? They're based around optimization, which is how are you going to make the content really sing on those platforms, really stand out from the rest of the rubbish on those particular platforms. And then you also need to understand the metrics. So what data can I look at that's going to help me understand the success of that particular piece of content? Hmm. So we've got audience and we've got content, we've got goals. That's kind of at the before you create content stage. And then after you've created content, we need to understand the distribution, the optimization and the analytics or the metrics. That's awesome. Thank you for breaking that down. What channels besides YouTube and uploading to Facebook do you use? Yeah, a good question because this is where people can often get confused. And I think using that story analogy, um, because we're on the Love Your Story podcast, right? So using that story analogy is a story can be told in a lot of different ways and you can still have an engaging story that aligns with a particular goal that, you know, equals the results that you want that particular audience person to feel. But if there's so many different possible platforms or media to tell stories on, and when it comes to using video online, again, it's just exploding. Like YouTube is just one of many now. So Facebook is a video platform. LinkedIn just recently has mm-hmm. become a video platform in and of itself. Social media platforms 
such as Instagram and Snapchat are effectively video platforms, although not in the traditional YouTube kind of sense. And then you've basically got all those other areas in which you can embed video content from other platforms. Mm. So websites, blogs, email sequences, I mean, the, the, the list goes on. So it can be potentially overwhelming, but it comes down to being clear on what the goals you want for that particular piece of content and aligning the content that you create Mm-hmm. to the intended platform that you're going to distribute on. Okay. okay. So if you know that your audience, for example, for this real estate office, you know that they're going to be on Facebook. They're on Facebook multiple times a day on their handheld devices or on their smartphones. You know, in fact, most people check Facebook multiple times an hour on their, on their smartphones. So, and that's, I would say probably a, a, ideal platform for that real estate office, for example. So video for Facebook needs to take a couple of things into account without going too deep into it. You need to understand why people are on the platform in the first place. So people aren't on Facebook to be sold to people are on Facebook to engage with friends, family, community, you know, they're scrolling through their newsfeed and seeing photos of newborn babies and holiday snaps of their friends. They don't want an ad to pop up from your real estate agency, for example. <laughs> what they do want is they want information about their community. They want to, you know, see someone who's maybe a business leader in their community or real estate agent out at a community event or something like that, you know, somewhere they recognize because that will stop them and they'll stop and they'll watch the video. It needs to provide value to them first and foremost. Okay, so if, if you kind of look at a piece of content and go, you know, how does this piece of content provide value to my audience? First and foremost, if it provides value, then it, your audience is going to engage with it and therefore it'll have some result for you. If the value is all from, for you, so if it's all like what's in it for, for me, then, you know, people aren't going to want to engage with that because people are, you know, people only care about themselves, really. <laughs> um, that's kind of how it is. They're busy yeah. and selective. Yeah, absolutely. So using Facebook, just as one example, you need to know why they're on the platform and you need to know how the platform works as well. So Facebook is predominantly autoplay video unless it's, you know, by default. So unless it's been turned off, um, so autoplay video with the sound off. So, um, even though Facebook's starting to move towards defaulting with the sound on, most people are watching video on Facebook initially with the sound off on their feed. So as they scroll up, how are you going to catch their eye in the visually? So not caring about the sound, how are you visually going to catch their eye in the opening seconds? You've got less than three seconds to catch or stop someone from scrolling past a Facebook Mm. video. So how can those opening frames catch attention of your ideal audience and prove to them that this video is going to provide them value? So therefore get them to either pause their scrolling or, you know, click to watch it properly. Brilliant. All of that really, Ben, that, I mean, all of the the detail that you put in there, while it seems really simple to you, it just overwhelmed the heck out of me. (laughs) Uh, Well, I don't want to do that. So I think that the important thing to understand is that know why you're creating a piece of content, who you're creating the content for and where you're going to use that piece of content. When you understand those things, then you, you know what decisions you need to make to ensure that content's going to be successful. And Overwhelm is very real when it comes to online video and where you're going to use video. So just start in one spot, start just doing Facebook video or start just doing Facebook live video strategically or start just on YouTube. Don't try and do them all. Mm. That's my 
probably biggest and most important suggestion. Well, and the key being there, you said strategically, because I hear what you're saying and I see the importance of it, that if you're just making things and throwing them up, seeing what what chunk of mud sticks to the wall, there's no plan behind what you're doing and your chance of success is much less likely when you don't take a moment to do that planning. And while I, you know, making the joke about overwhelm, the idea is simply, you know, as, as you become more familiar with how to plan your strategy and how to, how to figure out who your audience is and the best platform for them, I'm sure it, it becomes more second nature. The, the idea being, though, that most people don't stop and think about it. They just feel like they have to get on the video bandwagon. And so I love what you're doing in your, with your clients and, you know, being on a podcast like this, helping others realize, okay, if you're going to add to the noise out there, let's do it strategically. Let's put out stuff that's quality and let's do it in a way that can actually get to your clientele, to your audience so that it's worth your time and your money and your effort. Yeah, absolutely. Spot on. And, you know, I think the critical thing to point out here is that what we haven't talked about and what I don't spend a lot of time talking about is tech so cameras to use and microphones to use or how to make your video because the truth is we the tech is the easy part these days you know we've got an iphone or a smartphone and and that produces great video so don't get overwhelmed in the tech just focus on how you're going to make content that matters to your audience and how you're going to put it on the right platforms in the right way and you know everything else can take care of itself awesome thank you so much for being with us today do you have any parting words or things, concepts, ideas, whatever that you'd like to leave us with? Look, I just want to thank you, Laurie, for the opportunity to be on Love Your Story podcast. Um, but I also just wanted to throw out a, a link for people if they're interested in, in diving in a little bit more into the foundations of a good online video strategy, which is the very first baby steps that you need to take to start to think about your video more strategically. I've got a, a free video course called Foundations. Um, and that's available at engagevideomarketing.com slash foundations. Um, and that's, that's just three-part videos, which I'll step you through just how to get started thinking strategically about video. So if what I was saying today resonated with your listeners and they're thinking about taking the steps forward in this way, then that's a good place to start. Perfect. Perfect. And I've seen your videos and they're lovely. You do fantastic work. So I'm sure the course is great. I'll get on and take it myself. (laughs) Hey, and for the listeners, I will have the link to that in the show notes. So you'll be able to head right over there and sign up for his free course. Thanks, Laurie. Thanks for having me on. And we'll talk soon. Absolutely. My pleasure. With any business endeavor, embarking with a strategy in mind, rather than using the throw a handful of mud at the wall and see what sticks approach, is generally the best idea. This way, the money you're spending, the audience you're reaching, the efforts being put into the business have a purpose and an end plan. You know what you're doing. Using story is the most powerful way to connect with people in order to create a space of interest and a form for remembering what you've communicated. Story just naturally does that. But when we tell the stories with purpose, we are taking steps directly toward whatever our goal is. Sun Tzu, the ancient Chinese military strategist said, strategy without tactics is the slowest route to victory. Tactics without strategy is the noise before defeat, unquote. 
Your strategy is what Ben is talking about, the vision he helps his clients get before starting the process. The tactics are the use of stories in the appropriate places to achieve this strategy. I'll have Ben's contact information in the show notes so you can reach out, take his free course, um, contact him if you want any additional insights. He's a great resource. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. Have a great week out there creating your best stories. And if you haven't signed up yet for the 21-day challenge, oh, get out there and do it. Go to www.loveyourstorypodcast.com and hop on the train of testing out these fun story tools in this guided three-week challenge. Every day, there's a new story tool that you get to test out and see how it affects your life. So there's more information on it on the website. Um, a whole page that you can read through and read testimonials and get an idea more specific before you embark on this fun and exciting quest. And reach out if you have any questions about it. For those of you who are already in the challenge, keep up the great work and momentum. You're rocking it. Very exciting to watch you. And I will see you all next week on the podcast.